Joseph, what's up? How's it going, man? I like the defense today. Yeah, defense was good. Uh, equally helped by State's bad shooting, but... Yeah, uh, they didn't do themselves any favors, that's for sure. But I thought uh, I thought Mark Williams was big. Uh, rim protector. Uh, Breakfield, I thought, had some good minutes. Uh, finishing should be a little bit better, but brought the good energy. Overall, good team winning. Glad to be back in the win column. Absolutely. Scott, what's up, man? We really got to talk about this. This was... I mean, this was the worst game I've seen all year. This was terrible. But uh, uh, so I got on. I did a pregame one earlier, and we were talking about how NC State has has not like won the second half since their Campbell game. They played Campbell at the beginning of the year. Really? We won. We won the second half of this game. So small victories. Yeah, yeah. You got to take the victories where you can. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely didn't uh definitely didn't win the first half. I think that's what it's uh, set you guys back a little bit. <laughs> no, so here I got so here's my question. Is this more about how bad NC State is or is this more about what Duke has failed to do thus far of the, of the season? Um I don't I mean it's a little bit of both. I mean, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't really do a whole lot. Wasn't a lot of resistance in that first half. Um, and, yeah, it just shows what we can do, but what we fail to do consistently, I think, uh, especially on defense, man. I mean, I, well, I can tell you personally, offensively, NC State all year has just been – it's rough. It's just really? high pick and, it's high pick and roll. It's Iverson cut side pick and roll. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's like not a whole lot of variety to it. No, I mean it's just like I mean the way I, I kind of say it is you have to optimize each player. Each player has a strength that they're good at something. For example, we're shooters. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're capable of coming off pick and roll, but yeah, would you but rather would, would you rather come off a down screen or a stagger? Screen? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. And, and that's just and that's just kind of how it is. I just feel like we, we kind of assume that everybody's the same player when they're not, and we just run pick and roll, high pick and roll all day. So yeah, and and in college, um, that's just not it's not going to work the same, you know, like pick and rolls are great in the NBA because there's just so much space and, yeah. you know, you can't sit in camp anywhere. Uh, whereas in college, I can sit, I can sit in camp in the paint and then, you know, pick and roll can be nullified. Um, so yeah, college, you definitely need more, more movement off the ball and things like that to keep people occupied. Yeah. So, so would you? So, with Duke moving forward, does this change maybe your your opinion of the team? Obviously, they've struggled, but does this does this give you a little bright outlook, or are you still kind of like they got a lot more to prove? Uh, I mean, it's it's good, obviously, but I mean, you know, we did the same thing against Clemson, right? And yeah, then we're like, okay, here we go, we're turning the corner, and then. Uh, lay an egg in Miami, um, can't and then can't stop Notre Dame or Carolina. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's good. You always like to see it. You like, to, you know, you love to see that kind of effort, defense. I feel like we kept the turnovers down a little bit. I mean, it's still a problem, but um, yeah, it's always good. But you know, 
the next thing is stringing that together over the next few games because, um, you know, they're going to have to do a lot, if not win the ACC tournament, to extend the season. Yeah, I wish I had the opportunity to say we could extend the season because uh, <laughs> I, I don't think we're – the only thing we're extending right now is uh, the fan base getting a little bit frustrated. So. Yeah, I saw a few fans on your on your Twitter uh, – replying on your Twitter and not very happy. Yeah, they're uh, – I mean, it's just it's it's just getting frustrating because at the beginning of the year, I mean, it was very hopeful. I mean, we had, well, you know, some some solid players coming on. We thought it would, you know, mix. Obviously, losing our best player doesn't help. But yeah, I'm and, and at the end of the day, I it's not so much you know being really good, but it's games like this where you just you want to look competitive. You want to have yeah, absolutely high energy. You you know you want to put your best foot forward and it just looks like that I mean and don't get me wrong I, I had I can remember we played Wisconsin the Big Ten ACC Classic when I was uh, I'm a freshman or sophomore and we got waxed by like 35 and uh, it, it just like I just felt like everybody just quit like was it so, at I mean, Wisconsin yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah you're, we not, ain't, you're not winning at Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, and so it just felt like everybody just kind of quit on the team. And I just, yeah. for me personally, and especially now watching it, and obviously, you know, the basketball knowledge that we have, it's just it just looks like it wasn't there. Like, they just kind of checked out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. Um, I think that's one of the things that makes, um, like, coaching more difficult than than you give it credit for. Uh you know, a lot of times from the outside looking in, you know, you just think, oh, you're going to get guys to come out and play hard and blah, blah, blah. And it's just X's and O's. But, um, you know, if you lose a team, it's hard, you know, to get it back. And and it's it's and you can't explain how much that affects the product that gets put out on the court um, yeah. when a team. And I don't know that I don't know that Keats has lost the team. I don't. You know, I can't say that because I'm not in the locker room. But, you know, it's it gets difficult, man, <clears throat> to keep a team engaged, especially when things are not going your way. Yeah. All right. You got you getting some questions. Someone asked why Jalen Johnson isn't starting and is getting limited minutes. Oh, uh, I think because Mark's been playing well, um, honestly. Uh Mark's been doing his thing, and uh, Matt is kind of a non-negotiable. You know, he has to be on the court, and I don't think they want to go with a three-big lineup. Um, just, just you know, there's there's only, what, 80 minutes between those two spots, and so they're just trying to figure that out. So I think that's what's going on. Uh, Bobby, what's up, man? Bobby. Bobby, you in here? Oh, almost had something. All right. Bobby, you there? Yo. All right, there he is. Hey, what's up, Bobby? What's What's up? up, How y'all? Doing all right. How about you? I'd be a lot better, you know, but. (laughs) Oh, you're a Wolfpack fan? This is my my guy. So, Bobby and Anderson come in. We do do a few pregame and, and, and break down some pregame. Uh, uh, okay. 
So he, they're in my crew. So uh, I'm, right. interested, I'm I, interested, I, I interested to see what he says here. Contest though. Say that. <laughs> Say that one more time. I'd love to see you and Scott in a three-point shooting contest, though. I'd love to see it, too. I'm going with me. <laughs> oh, speaking of, Scott, uh, my guy, Sean Kelly, told told me to remind you about 2013 Barnstormy. Um, he said he beat you in a three-point contest. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I, I don't even remember that far back. That was my senior year. I don't even remember that far back, man. That's, that's a long time ago. Yeah. I I've had that, my fair fair share of three point wins, so I mean I'm I'm kind of nah, satisfied. But <laughs> it's always the ones. It's like uh, I was working out some kid the other day, and he's beat me one out of like 400 games. But if you were to talk to him at that one game, yeah, that oh, was that was the one. Oh my gosh, brutal! <laughs> so Bobby, what do you think of the game? It's the same old stuff, man. We we don't. There's no offense whatsoever. It's a high ball screen at the beginning of the possession. It's a half-ass screen. Don't really do anything after that. The turnovers the last two games have been unreal. Just turning the ball over time and time again. We talked about that in the pregame, like looking at Cam saying, okay, Goldwire and some other uh, veteran defenders going to be on you. How are you going to handle that? Obviously didn't. Bad passes. Manny, we also said this in the pregame, that Manny's going to have or be undersized for once and – Manny looked like a deer in the headlights, you know. That uh, guy from Duke, seven-footer, uh, Mark, Mark Williams, that his name. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, props to him. He played well. Defensively, you know, bad rotations. Hurt shot the lights out of it, so credit to him too. But the same old stuff. I mean, 19 turnovers for NC State. I mean, two of nine from the three-point line. It was just, I mean. So, 40 turnovers in our last two games. Yeah, that's not gonna win you. Uh, that's not gonna win you a, tough, a whole lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> that's an understatement. Man. That's an understatement. Jeez, this, but see, this is what we got. This is what we've been watching, man. And it's just not, really like, listen, if 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 you wasn't coming on, I probably probably would have just I, I would have called my buddy who has a golf simulator and just went. And oh, man. yeah, that's nice. That gets <laughs> get some frustration out on on the golf ball. Yeah, exactly. All right, Daniel Greer got a good question because I was going to ask you this. He asked uh-huh. over under six more years uh, for Coach K. I say under. I said – so I said pregame because we brought it up. I said this will be his last full recruiting class. Um, The one coming in or this, this – No, year? this class, this freshman Oh, class. you mean like uh, this This will be the last senior class, right? Yeah. I can see that. I can see that That's, for sure. I mean, you would know more than I do, but I just see it as, you know, just the ups and downs this year. And then he would see, you know, positivity out of taking this freshman class and then turning them into something really good and then leaving on a high note. Yeah, I can see that. I don't I don't see him having a ton more years. Um, but you never know. But, yeah, yeah, so that's – that's another question. Daniel Greer on top of it. So who's who replaces him? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think it's a timing thing. I think it depends on when, what year he leaves and who's hot at the moment, you know? Like, it's tough. It's tough. Do you want it and, to stay in-house? Uh, I, think it pro- I think that first one probably will. And then that's the – 
The problem is that first one, like, it's not a good job for the first guy, you know? Because it's just it's so much pressure. You're the first new coach in what will be like 50 years. You know, you got to follow the guy with the most wins ever, the most this, the most that. The, his name's on the court. His name's on the practice facility. Like, uh, Hey, listen, if they offered me the job, I'd take it. I'm not going to tell you. No, I mean, you can't turn hey. it down. It's just it's, – it's, it's, there's just no way to live up to that. But, see, I could look at it as the, as the flip side in that, you know, you know he's going to leave you in good shape. So whatever he does, you know that program is going to be good. Obviously, say he left this year. This will be the worst year he's had ever. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you know – He's going to leave you good pieces and good, and all you got to do is kind of just, well, yeah, I mean, springboard it, but just take it and kind of run. And then yeah. you have the Duke, the Duke name. Yeah, I mean, when I say it's not a good job, I don't mean like initially, because, you know, initially you're going to have a lot of talent. And, uh, you know, I would assume the first couple years, you'll be all right. It's, yeah. the, it's the years after that. It's kind of like the Dean Smith effect um, at Carolina um, where, you know, the, the first couple of years you'll be fine because you got great players, but then you have to continue to recruit and continue to build that um, that same kind of base that, that coaches, you know, been able to build over the last 40-something years. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's better than some alternatives. I mean, you could I could offer you where where NC State has left a few programs and you can pick up from there. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's definitely it's it's not the worst. I mean, it's it's a bit of an exaggeration saying it's you know it's a bad it's not a it's not a bad job. It's a great job, obviously. It's a but, it's a high pressure high yes, very high pressure yes, job to yes. replace somebody that that was that prominent. Right. So it's long. not like, you know, CC at Northwestern where it's like, you know, we haven't been to the tournament since the tournament's been a thing. So, you know, if you you take us to the tournament one time and you're pretty much locked in for, for life because you've yeah. already done more than any coach in the history of the program. Like, you know, so. So I see yeah. that. I, I That has to be. I, see, my philosophy is it has to be somebody that was groomed by Coach K in my mind. Yeah, probably, and you know you have a lot of uh, options. You got your Wojo, you got CC, you got uh, JD, you got Hurley. Um, that's why I think it's a timing thing. I think it's going to be whoever's hot at the moment. You know, whoever just made a cool little run in the tournament or something, got to the Sweet Sixteen and something like that, and it's the hot name. Obviously, Coach will have a big input on it, and yeah. um, but it'll but it'll be interesting because. Um, Duke's getting a new athletic director. Um, Dr. White's retiring in August, so it'll be a new AD's hire. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting. Hmm. And Anderson, what's up, man? Mike Andy. check, one, two, one, two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, Scott, what do you think about those uh, inbound plays? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> He's a listen, big fan, clearly. I mean, here's my here's my big issue, I, and and Andre can contest to this. 
when you have timeouts or you have out of bounds plays when the when the ball is stopped, these are good times to execute. If mm-hmm. I feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice right now with coming out of timeout and just running a high pick and roll. Like this is where yeah. you like you instantly can increase your chances of scoring probably thirty percent just because you know exactly what you're gonna run, exactly how to set it up, exactly what they've been playing defense. And I think Duke today was going 2-3. Two, two, is it a 2-3 on the inbounds pass? Uh, under out? Yeah. Yeah, I think they go 2-3 under out. They do the Carolina so, thing. Yeah, so obviously it's – I mean, it's hard to get anything moving. But to have three consecutive turnovers on it is just – I mean, at that point I would just say, hey, somebody go all the way on the other end and just get the ball and bounce so we can run right. something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, as shooters, I'm sure you're the same. I love ATOs just because – um, you know, it's a chance to run something a little different that the defense hasn't seen and, yep. you know, get a get a shot off, you know, for a shooter. Um so yeah, I'm sure it, I'm sure being a shooter like you are, it's frustrating to see, you know, nothing come out of those cuz you can get, I mean, how many timeouts are there and how many you know, opportunities do you get a game to get a, you know, to steal a few points. You know, you can steal six to 12 points if you execute um, ATOs and that, that can change the game. Right. Yeah. Under, that, under our basket for four years, we haven't run anything out of, out of, out of a timeout or even just a regular stoppage of play under our own basket. It's just try to get open, I guess, and send somebody to the half court line, and just try to heave it. And that's exactly <laughs> what we did three times in a row, all three turnovers. Well, it's impressive. It's impressive. K was the first one that noticed that that's the only thing we do. Yeah, I'm surprised it's it's taken four years. <laughs> well, I mean, here's here's my thing, and I'm gonna assume I've seen maybe two other Duke games this year. I'm assuming that they've ran the two three underneath for part of the game. So my logic as a head coach is, I see this. I'm going to know exactly what they're doing. They're probably going to put the big on the ball to make it a tough pass like mm-hmm. UNC as always does. Mm-hmm. So where where can I gain an advantage? And that's where you need to take maybe 15 minutes out of practice, put the scout team in some type of 2-3, put the biggest man on the ball, and draw two or three plays up that you can run to get an easy basket. Yeah, so, for sure. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. Um, so, Andre, this is, this is a question for you. That's a misstep in scouting. Yeah. So, like I said, watching Coach Keats for four years now and watching you play at Duke and Coach K even past you, whatever, I'm assuming out of, you know, inbounds under your own basket, Coach K didn't just say, get open. There was something structured. (laughs) (laughs) No, we had had all kinds of plays um, for under out of bounds. You know, we had lobs. We had, you know, depending on personnel who was in – you know, there's play for me to get a three, uh, a couple different ways. So yeah, we had we had a few different plays, and you know, for the Carolina defense, um, I mean, we did have a a set that was basically just designed to get it in bounds, and then you know, run, try and take advantage of them being the, you know kind of a bit out of sorts. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that just makes sense though. If you Listen, if my point guard's taking the ball out of some bounds and you got a seven footer trying to make it hard for my point guard, there's gonna be a mismatch somewhere. Right, yeah, because yeah. yeah, we would try and do 
it was kind of just to get it in, but then um, get get the guard to that corner and then have, you know, that one five or two five matchup in the corner and try and take advantage of that there. Yeah, cause it, and it seems like Coach Keats, like, if we were running something structured and it didn't work, then whatever. But it's not even, like, structured. It's just kind of, like I said, just get open. Yeah. Um, I just – I mean, I, was, I don't obviously don't watch a lot of NC State basketball, so I don't know. But it seems like you guys have had this frustration for <laughs> longer than just a couple of games now. Yeah, let yeah, me it's... get this. Let me get this off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what this is, right? Trust me. Everybody, everybody about sixty thousand fans are just like, let me get this off my chest real quick. Because <laughs> that, I mean, sixty nine to fifty three. Hey, they won the second half though, so hey, right, they won the second half uh, by what? What was it? What were we up? Two points had to be two. Solid. Thirty, solid. thirty to thirty two. <laughs> nice. finished nice. on the magic number though, sixty nine. There yeah. we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Obligatory, nice. Uh, let me see if anybody else wants to jump in here. Um, see if we can get some Duke fans in here, man. NC they State's don't. They don't want to. They don't want to hear about anything because they won by forty, so they don't. <laughs> they don't have any need to come on. <laughs> They're used to the success. success. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I wish you could come and live a day in, in, in these shoes. And... I mean, we've been we we haven't exactly been ourselves. So I mean, oh, but see, we this has turned into the expectation almost. <laughs> Absolutely, Daniel, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Everyone it depends. Who, it depends who you ask, Daniel. Man, it depends who you ask. <laughs> so am I? Am I a bad fan if I just I haven't watched the the last two Duke games just because it's just I'm just frustrated, I guess. <laughs> um. Well, I didn't watch another Dame one just because I don't have ACC Network and I'm not going to pay for it. Um. But I'll uh. Uh, you're, I guess you're kind of a bad fan because you know you gotta just, you gotta stick it out, man. You gotta just stick it out. The answer is no, no, no? You're not a bad. No. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee he came back and would check on him. You can't, you can't watch every game. I'm, I, I didn't watch the whole Syracuse game the other well, day. Yeah, well, yeah, here. Well, the question is, did you? Was it? I'm not watching because I'm doing something. I'm busy. I'm being a father. I'm working. Blase, blase. Or was it? I'm not watching because I hate watching you. No, it has nothing to do with not watching. I want to watch. Uh, but uh, as in my picture, those two crazies drive me crazy. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that happens in life. But uh, it, it's cold here. My wife needs me to run a bunch of errands before it snows. So. Oh, well, then, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's if life gets in the way. That makes you a better person than yeah, a man. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Being on the golf course is also an acceptable answer. Yes, it Ooh. is. On the golf course with the game on your phone or on the radio or whatever is acceptable. Absolutely. There we go. <laughs> I've, I've done that. <laughs> but is, is, if you're down 10-plus in the second half, you can turn it off and turn some music on. For sure. 10? That's it? Yeah, in the second, in the second half, in the second half. Well, actually, no, Scott. Well, Scott would know this firsthand. Uh, being up ten or even twenty in Cameron is not a safe lead. Oh my oh, goodness! Andre, oh, that, is, that is out. 
Those are some middle school memories we don't want to relive right now. Listen. Which might be dating you a little bit. That started the curse of the black jerseys. Listen, let's go back to that game. That's a good game. Oh, yeah. That was a great game. So we get get up, jump off to a big lead, you know, make some shots, get hot. We go in the locker room. It's like 130 in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got to be, got to (laughs) be. We come back out. And I, I will tell you to this day, and I'm curious to know because you you've played in many Cameron where the, the crazies get loud. I couldn't talk to Lorenzo, and he was right next to me. Yeah, <laughs> no, that that was a wild one. Um, that Cameron was really really going because it was just like I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm pretty sure Scott was at the free throw line. He and he made up 18, makes two. And I look up and I'm like, oh shit, we're down 20. And all I can think about is practice the next day. Like, Dude, practice is this is gonna be terrible. Like we got to do something. And then, well, I mean, it just started to snowball. And you know, you go on a little run. Can't like that's the thing that's great about Cameron is they're always there. So even down 20, they're still there. And then once we get on a little bit of a run. They get behind us. Uh, we probably got a few favorable calls because refs love, you know, refs loves for fans to give a nice cheer when they're on a run and they make a cool call and it's like, ooh, home team ball. Um, I like how he just slowly slid that CJ Leslie and Richard had some unfavorable calls. On them. <laughs> I, I wish I could have screen recorded that. So I could, yeah, I could there you go. The Expose yourself. No, <laughs> hey, look, I didn't. I don't. I don't make the calls, you know. So I don't. But I do think. I do. I do think refs tend to lean towards the home team when thing. You know, when momentum is going that way. Um, yeah, dude. It, and, it was it was the the way you explained it is snowball. It was the weirdest. Yeah, yeah. To this day, was one of the the like funnest, weirdest, most awful game I've ever been a part of. Yeah, and yeah. So we start hitting some shots. Camera starts going crazy. Um, we're all human, so I'm sure that had a, some kind of effect on you guys. Where, like you said, you can't even you can't even talk to the guy next to you, and you know it's probably hard to think. And we don't have to think. We just get to you know we just get to run around and throw up shots and it seems like everything's going in and then um so yeah down 20 second half come back win you know no problem practice was a little bit easier the next day uh, and i think they won by like y'all ended up winning by like six or seven yeah it was, it yes. was insane. but listen i do remember that all of a sudden they started making shots all of a sudden they started getting a little bit of call and then we got cj leslie fouled out with like six to go and then richard mm-hmm. fouled out with like five to go and we're just kind of looking at each other I love my boy Vandenberg or whoever was next in line, but um, I think Vandenberg came in or somebody, and that's just we kind of looked at each other like this is not good for us. <laughs> yeah. Like, so what's the yeah what's the mindset on the other side of that for you guys? I I mean, it, and that's one game that I'm just sitting there and I'm just like I, we literally felt like it was falling apart. And you know how you try to stop the bleed? You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of teams will just compound mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. But I felt like y'all just started making so many shots. We were still trying to execute our stuff. The defensive intensity picked up to the point where we were just struggling. And then when we just lost our bigs, it was like, okay, now we got to deal with Mason down low. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, what, what, what can we do? And then yeah. I, I remember every time. So Mason and me played AAU till we got in dang near high school. 
And I and I've almost went up to him every game. That's probably the only game I never went to find him after the game. I went <laughs> I went straight to the bus. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm going straight to the bus. Yeah, I remember was... my <laughs> I remember my dad let me stay up late that night because you know, Bobby, where were we like in seventh grade that, then? No, that was like our eighth grade freshman year of high school. Class. Yeah, well, I stayed up late and I thought we were going to win. And Lorenzo Brown had that dunk. That's the only thing I really remember from that game. So I'll I'll take part of the blame for this because I was watching it with a Duke fan of mine, and I was talking so much shit. No, no. <laughs> And uh that's probably that was probably the sweetest like I oh man, I was probably so sweet for them to just watch y'all give it um, all back like that. It's <laughs> Yeah, that, that, in, that my defense, in my defense. In my defense, I think I only lo- I, I didn't win at Cameron, but I don't I'm trying to think. I may have only lost once or I didn't lose at all at home. Uh, y'all lost your sophomore year. Yeah, y'all lost your sophomore or my sophomore right. year. We beat y'all. So my sophomore year or junior yeah. year, whatever it was. Yeah. One time. Scott, uh, we lost Scott in the Dan- RBC Center, not PNC, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the name and it changed the outcome. It changed, it it changed the it vibes. Did. Yeah. Scott, that video year, you hit that, uh, or having that four-point play was floating around a lot pregame today. Oh, um, yeah, that was brought up. Who was that? Thornton? They, yeah. Uh, maybe. They Scott, probably, was talking they, tra- Scott was talking trash when he hit that shot, too. Uh, I oh, didn't Scott, even. He Scott was. was always talking, man. Uh, <laughs> Scott I, I always talk, to say. I only talk when I, I talk to the referees a lot, but. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I only started getting going when somebody, like, mentioned something. And I remember he said something on one end of the floor, and they had just made a run. It was like. Uh, it might have. We might have been down like eight or something, and he had just mentioned something. And right when I hit it, and he fouled me, I said something like, uh, "You're too small to guard me," or something. Ooh. And, uh, and we kind of got into it. And they ended up giving us, my, dude. I think yeah, they gave double, us a double. They tech. gave you a tech, right? And it was. It's I hate double techs. And it was my only technical of like my career. Until I turned pro and I got I got like five or six. <laughs> that's that was that's that's me basically. I'm the same way. I got so many texts as a pro and none in college. Because it's like as a pro, you get you you get like that little bit of freedom. Yeah. Just and it just yeah, it's just too much. In college, yeah, it's, it's always like, ooh, I might get in trouble, but then you turn pro and you just stop caring. Yeah, <laughs> I'd agree with that. Like, all right, just take a take a little bit of fine out of my account. Yeah, like whatever, dude. Especially especially like in the in the D League because it's like fifty bucks. You're like, all right, whatever. Man. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't say I, I didn't say much, and I mean, I was, it was just it was just that. But we went on a run after that, which was beneficial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scott isn't exactly one of the guys that I would recommend doing a lot of talking to. Um, <laughs> Just like, cause I, you know, I know myself, I, you know, I, I'm a shooter just like Scott. Um, but it's just like shooters can, shooters can change the game so quickly that it's like, just leave them alone. You, know? yeah. you just don't need to wake them up. No, yeah. no. Cause it's, it can, it's, you know, it's the same it can, with you. Quiet. Yeah, and just, yeah. Just be quiet. You know, if he's shooting bad, don't let don't remind him. <laughs> like, let him I mean, just keep shooting bad, and that's fine because it can. It's only from. it's only an extra point, but just a three can silence a crowd so quickly. And every you know, Duke's done that so many times. You know, we come out of a timeout. Yeah, but line. it's not it's not it's that in just with the way Scott was able to shoot and how they used him. 
it's it the whole thing can change quickly. You can be up three oh, and down six in three possess in three possessions. Like yeah, yeah. that's insane. <laughs> so you're making me miss college now, man. <laughs> No, I, I miss it too. You turn pro and they don't they don't run any more plays for you. No, no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> they tell you to stand in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I think uh, Jamie. Sorry, we were reminiscing a bit. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? I'm just just listening, soaking it all in. Join the convo. Oh, okay. Did man, you have any thoughts uh, on the game? Uh, great game today. Uh, I think we really turned our defense around. Uh, I was kind of aggravated after we played uh, Notre Dame, put up 89 points and still lose. That's pretty aggravating. But I feel like we got it together today. And, uh, I mean, I don't really have any questions today. I guess I'll go off of what uh, Daniel said earlier. He put it in, your, in the chat. He said, how well do you know Todd Grady? And I guess that kind of goes with mine. I was going to say, uh, what does the brotherhood really mean to you and uh do you actually talk to any of the younger players or did any of the older players reach out to you whatever you got to do? Or? Um, well, the brotherhood, it's cool because, you know, hopefully you've gotten to get a, anyone who listens to my podcast, you've gotten to get a bit of a sense of it. Um, just in that, it's just, it's cool because, like, Gerald's one of my good friends and we never play, you know, we never step foot on the court together. Um, and... I think I talked about it with Shaman, how, like, <clears throat> you know, I had a pre-draft workout in, in Charlotte, and, you know, Gerald hit me up, like, hey, come over the night before, had dinner, stole a bunch of shoes out of his closet and things like that. And so that's kind of what it is to me, um, where you have this bond with guys that you – that's like you played with them, but you never did. And so that's kind of what it is to me. Right. That's awesome, man. Did you uh, did you happen to text Coach today and wish him a happy birthday? Or? I need to. Um, I'm. Sh- <laughs> I didn't want to text him before the game. I know he's busy and locked in. So oh, now that now that they got the win, I'll definitely shoot him a text and say happy birthday. <laughs> absolutely. I know. Was, uh, I know he was really wanting that one today, and yeah. I felt like he was gonna get it. It was his birthday. He usually he usually don't like to lose on his birthday. No, I think he's like ten and four now. So that's solid. Solid. Solid record. Solid, man. Appreciate you having me, Dre. Yeah, absolutely. So would you have texted them if, if they would have lost? Uh, oof. I was about to ask the same thing. <laughs> well, luckily we don't have to worry about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That would have been a game-time decision for sure. Oh, shoot. When is Keith's birthday? Are you going to text him for his? Um, Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Uh well, Sky, are you still in the RDU area? Yeah, I'm uh I'm just south of uh Raleigh. Um you know where Apex is, right? Yeah. I'm right next to Apex. Oh, okay. You? Okay. No, I'm in Oklahoma, man. Selling houses. Oh my gosh. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, wifey works at OU, so we're uh, up here. Yeah, so what so what are you doing now? Selling real estate. Well Oh dude, selling, I'm a yeah, lender. I'm a realtor. Oh, what? Yeah. I, hey, crazy. dude, I, I don't know how much business I can refer you out there, but I can, <laughs> I can actually lend in every state, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Look at that. Business opportunities. Even yeah. though my team got beat by 30, I got business opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully we get back to that area, and then, yeah, then we can really get some business going. Well, with, with your name and uh, 
you, you would uh, thrive out here for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to get back there. Um, but yeah, whenever I do come back, we got to get out and play some golf. Um, All right. Are, what's are your you playing well? At? I'm at a 10-4 right now. Okay, so I'm gonna have to give you some strokes. Ooh. <laughs> Damn! Ooh. Wow! No, that's, that's just not... a, that's just facts. I'm at like I'm not like way better, but I'm at like uh, I think I'm at like five six right now or something like that. Oh golly! How long you been oh. playing? Uh, since senior year is the weirdest thing I had. A what? Open, wow. a, open um open elective slot senior year, and it was golf or fly fishing. Oh. I went with golf and got the bug, and that was it. It's definitely an addiction. Oh it's my god, addiction. it's the it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. It's such a stupid game. Well, I can tell you, I'm I'm on the rise. I'm getting better, but my problem is my tee shot. I don't hit a driver. I hit a two iron off the tee. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I could get just a little more yardage off the tee, I'd be all right. I'm not bad. I shot a I shot an eighty the other night in forty five oh, in the rain. So. That's real good, but I also have to say this in my defense. So I'm I'm a member at Twelve Oaks, which is right in Holly Springs. Oh, you're and, fancy. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's pro- it's probably one of the hardest courses I've ever played. It's such I've a hard oh, course. Okay. I've played Torrey Pines. I've played Pinehurst number two, Pinehurst number four. I did Tobacco number two Road. one time. You name it, th- Twelve Oaks is more difficult than that. Really. It's crazy hard. But, oh, yeah, so but again, when I So it's sandbagging your handicap then. It is, a hundred percent. I played a two the other day. I played a two the other day and beat them, but I don't think they were really a two. <laughs> I don't understand that. Why why do people want to be lower? I want to be higher. Uh yeah. Well they so want to be people, lower. There's so many well, people that want to look good at their clubs and then they play in tournaments with that two handicap and they oh, get it just kills you. Flight. It kills like, you. I don't understand it. Yeah, Scott, my uh, Scott, my twelve or my conference championship was at Twelve Oaks, my senior year. Shot my best round on nine. Shot one under on the front. Shot fifty on the back. Oh my Just gosh! A damn no. And the back is the easiest, in my opinion, which is the crazy. I oh, mean, I know, it's, and it's not nothing's easy out there. Yeah, it's it's always Dre, muddy. It seems when when you come in town, like even if it's for a few days, just bring your sticks and we'll come play Twelve Oaks. Oh, for sure. I, I'm always looking for an excuse. I'm slowly but surely turning my podcast into a golf podcast. So. <laughs> Here, how about this? Just, just we'll do a we'll do a business business expense, and you just fly in. Oh and say we're, yeah, we're doing we business. Yeah, we've yeah. already got it figured out. Say you got a lender on the hook. I yeah, got a realtor on the hook. We got a, we got an excuse. Perfect. Yeah, we're it's um prospecting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm gonna hop off here, though. We'll uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, congratulations to Duke. Happy birthday, Coach K. Hopefully, NC State can turn it around a little bit. Yeah, hopefully we can keep it going. Uh, appreciate you hopping on, and uh, I am out as well. Uh, hopefully, we get another one next time out. All right, Thanks man. I'll talk to you on Drain Scott. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Yep.